0: A, a Giants podcast for Giants fans. by Giants fans. It's Sean Morash. Down, down, down the sideline, into the end zone. Touchdown, Giants! From the offseason, through the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. step. With your host, Sean
1: Morash.
0: Welcome into one giant step, a giant cowboy week has been sucked out of Giant Cowboy Week, but thus is life as a Giant fan. I'm Sean Morash. Bryce Gelman joined with us our new, uh, you know, regular heading into a weekend deal. Now, Bryce, before I bring you in and we break this down, I do want to just make this like blanket statement and thank you to the listeners of One Giant Step. Some of you have tweeted me throughout the last couple weeks. And let me just start by this. I enjoy doing this podcast every single week as a diehard Giant fan. Last year, when I did this podcast with Paul Tatino every week, I made sure to remind everybody this is a podcast for Giants fans by a Giants fan. Do I have people I talk to? Sure, but I am a Giants fan, just like any of you that are listening. And what I think we are about to endure, what we've already endured, and what's ahead of us is look a dark two months before like real genuine excitement can ensue where you see a light at the end of the tunnel. Oh my God, who are they drafting? And look, we've been down this road before with high draft picks. So we understand that all too well, although this one is going to feel a little different and we're going to get to that in just a moment as far as, you know, the future of the quarterback position with the giants. But I, I guess I'm going to start the podcast by saying this, I am not an idiot. I know the inner workings of, you know, being a human being and being a fan. It is inevitable that some of you listening to the podcast this week as the next eight weeks of the regular season continue might be more in and out and less frequent. I want to encourage everybody to continue to download and subscribe to one giant step everywhere. Podcasts are available, but as a giant fan, I understand there's a million things to consume. Maybe get more consumed with basketball season, hockey season. I obviously diehard giant fan. I watch every week. If your giant coverage in the week becomes less frequent, I do understand that. I don't want to lose you as a listener, but I do want to just say, thank you. Thank you for being along. Last year was an incredible ride with Paul where, you know, we saw the Giants make the playoffs this year, a much darker time through the wins and through the losses. As the intros say, this season is probably going to continue a, you know, a lot of loss. So thank you to our listeners. If you are not with us for both episodes, the rest of the year, as much as I want you there, again, I just want to say thank you. And I understand
1: the Giants did this to us; we didn't do it to us. You, Sean, you got to feel bad for all these New York sports fans because first day yeah. of the Mets to the Yankees, halfway through the season in July, their seasons are done, and everyone yeah. had all this hope going through this Giant season. I completely understand if it sucks if, if you know listeners and viewers want to tune out from this team. I mean, listen. Yeah. As as a huge fan like you, I'm going to be watching the games. Yeah, but I, I completely get it because it's just too dejecting. It's too upsetting. It's too depressing yeah. to continue watching this team in a in a you know week by week basis. Yeah, and and so with that, and obviously, if if
0: you're a listener here, free on the Odyssey app, uh, maybe listen to WFN where I I'm on with Evan and Tiki Monday through Friday, two to six twenty five. I will tell you this: that like full blown, like we have discussed off air, like wow. You know, Giants losing, where's the angles, you know, hardcore draft stuff. I'm into it. I, I love the names at quarterback, as we will talk about. Uh, I watch a lot of college football. I, I'm sure every single week I'm going to kind of give you an update on what I think of these quarterbacks, where they're at, what they did, because that's that's the pivot point here now for the Giants season. It It, it is so what it is. So why is that the pivot point? Bryce, I haven't spoken to you since we've gotten the news about the Daniel Jones torn ACL now for the year. Uh, I will just say once and for all, I was excited when I sat down to watch football last Sunday. I know that Daniel Jones came out. He airmailed the ball to Saquon. Uh, he didn't get helped out on that one, that first down uh, where they're going for it on fourth down to get the first down when Evan Neal jumps. Uh, he Jalen overthrows Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt. Yeah. Obviously, things weren't perfect. You could see, you know, maybe a little rust coming off, but the game is 7 nothing. The Giants are driving when Daniel Jones goes down basically in a heat. I, I was gutted. I felt horrible for him, Bryce, because Look, we have all as giant fans debated and argued about Daniel Jones. How good is he? What's the ceiling? And he's been a lightning rod. And understandably, he was a Dave Gettleman quarterback pick. Uh, but one thing that I, I think if you argue this, you are an idiot, frankly. Daniel Jones is very easy to root for. And it is impossible to ignore Absolutely. his toughness. And everything he's had to endure between the hits, the injuries, keep going out. There. We go back to week one versus Dallas where he just wanted to stay out there and he kept taking the hits, maybe idiotically. Seeing him go down after now two neck injuries in three years with a torn ACL, it felt to me like my Daniel Jones life had been sucked out of me, but I felt gutted for him, Bryce, because I knew what that meant. And what it meant was the Giants had no shot to win football games the rest of the year. And with that, with the quarterback rich draft coming up and with the way his contract was structured, that
1: really felt like the end of Daniel Jones as a starting quarterback for the New York Giants. Yeah, their quarterback situation is definitely going to be a gray area going forward because on one hand, they picked the quarterback in this in this offseason. And even if they don't think he's ready to start, Daniel Jones will play. But after that, there's nothing else to his Giants' career. And it's unfortunate that we're sitting here and talking about this. Uh, because as you said, Daniel Jones is a likable guy. You know, he's dealt with everything that's been thrown at him. He's, you know, rolled with all the punches, and he's gotten right back up. He's one of the toughest guys in football. He gets a lot of hate around the league for not being as good as Giants fans say. After last year, he's a bum. He's not going to do this. He's not going to do that. And it's kind of unfortunate, not only just for him, but for us Giants fans who all believed in him. That we can't go back to those people and be like, "Hey, look what happened here." We all thought that this right. year was going to be the Daniel Jones resurgent season. You know, he got he got his money. He got paid. Everyone was like, "He's got he's overpaid." Why? What are the Giants doing? And nothing that none none of that came to fruition. And When he went down, I think all Giants fans collectively understood the, you know, the gravity of, of an injury like that, you know, like, it's just like, we all understood what it meant. Did we want to believe it actually meant that? No. And then when, when news finally came out that he actually tore his ACL, everyone, I mean, I I know I, I, I'm speaking for myself here is that it's just so, it's so sad. Like I'm just upset.
0: Kroger
1: fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
0: I'm upset, but I've uh, I've pivoted and that's going to bring me to kind of like an overwhelming overwhelming overarching analysis of what I'm going to call the art of the tank here. Um okay. It's very hard and this is like another like inner argument you could have with yourself as a fan or with other fans. And I sat there with my dad, who's a different generation of giant fan. He's 63 years old watching the game on Sunday and he liked Daniel Jones a lot, but it's so funny how like the older you get, you know, there is a little like mortality to your fandom, right? How many more years do I have to see a team do this? Like it's kind of sick in the head, but I could tell me at 36 and my dad's 63 had different mindsets about this. My father is an older giant fan. Isn't looking to hit the reset button well, you know, he could recover from an ACL. Like, he he doesn't want to envision having to sit through another rookie quarterback, and he already goes to the negative. What if that rookie quarterback uh, doesn't hit? And let me just say this. The art of the tank is beautiful here. And the Giants are, in many ways, it's kind of like Romeo and Juliet, right? Like, beautifully tragic. You don't have to root for losses as a Giant fan. And that is, now yet, Yet, you might get to the last two weeks of the year and it gets to that point, but on November 8th, you don't have to root for losses as a Giant fan. And I say that because understanding that while we think the defense is really good, and clearly, by the way, it looked like they missed Leonard Williams stopping the run a little bit, while we think that the team has offensive players that could grow, Wandell looked good the other day, you know, Hyatt's still running deep. The fact of the matter is, Tarod Taylor's on IR, Brian Dable. This week didn't sound very encouraging that he'd be ready to come back even after, you know, the four weeks on IR in this league, you it's almost impossible to win without a quarterback. Look at our cross down team, the New York Jets on Monday night, where Zach Wilson's terrible and the defense is playing well, like it's almost impossible. You could have a good quarterback where you debate their ceiling like the Giants had with Daniel Jones. Or you can find yourselves a great quarterback where the team can march up and down the field even when the defense or the offensive line having its best day, Joe Burrow on Sunday night. The Giants are in a unique position now where they both are not going to have a quarterback for the rest of the year with all due respect to Tommy DeVito. And by the way, I think it's important to play DeVito because you could develop him as a potential backup quarterback in the NFL. Um, I mean, look, he's an undrafted rookie. Like, you're going to kill him now. He looked better this week than he did versus the Jets. doesn't mean he's you're going to let him.
1: Because you they know, let him throw the ball. No, no, of
0: course. And by the way, that doesn't it's mean he's going to be good enough to better. win games this year. But I would, I might, as, to me, playing Matt Barkley does the Giants no good. I'd at least rather see a guy as an undrafted rookie come along. Maybe you develop him as a backup quarterback. down Who knows? Uh, they don't have a quarterback this year to win football games for the next eight weeks. So you rooting for a win, you don't have to feel guilty about that. Because ultimately, yeah. you could root. 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 They're not going to win. Because you can't win. So with that, you know. Now you get into drafts year by year and there are plenty of years where you think you have a richer quarterback draft than you do see the Trevor Lawrence and then, oh boy, fields at eh, Zach Wilson at eh, Trey Lance at eh, doesn't end up being a great draft, but then you have other drafts like when we ended up with Eli Manning, Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, you end up uh pretty damn good the year where, um, was a Burrow came out? He ended up getting Jalen Hurts in the second round. Like, there are good years for yeah. quarterbacks. Uh, this is where we are. This looks like, on paper, a year where at least two quarterbacks feel like they're going to be really, really good players in the NFL and like Kayla Williams and Drake May. Then there are a bunch of other guys who teams like. There could be four or five first-round quarterbacks. And even if they go to the second round, you see what's going on with Will Levis right now. You know, it's there. This is not one of those drafts where it looks like four offensive linemen are going to go in the top half of the draft. The Giants' stars could be aligned here where they get one of these elite quote unquote can't miss guys by losing and they don't have to try to lose. The guys can go out there and play just by not having a quarterback the rest of the year. They're going to lose. So it's beautifully tragic, Bryce, I guess, to tie this whole thing in together in that because of the injury to Daniel Jones- the like pain and inner struggles of fan should be taken away from you. Go root for wins the rest of the year. If that makes you feel better subconsciously as a fan,
1: in the end, it's not going to matter what you're rooting for. They're not going to be good enough to win these games. This is the best-case scenario. And I, uh, I pivoted as well because at first it was sadness, depression, and then I looked at it from an, uh, an objective standpoint in that with Daniel Jones as the quarterback – they're not making the playoffs, probably, you know, the, the rest of the year. We, we talked about the soft schedule they have coming up. They wouldn't have won all those games, though. They still would have ended up at seven, six, seven wins. That puts them at, you know, like the 9-10 spot in the draft, you know, maybe 7-8. You're not getting one of those top quarterbacks. And then if you want to get one of those top quarterbacks, you're going to have to give up a bunch of assets to get into True. the top five to get into the top three. True, but
0: Hold on, I'm going to cut you off there. I don't want to Monday morning quarterback this thing because I did believe the Giants were in an opportunity based on the way their defense had been playing and I still was, you know, believer in Daniel Jones to do that Uh, because I've seen a lot of people in my timeline do this and say, well, how do you go from four days ago saying that? It's very easy when the quarterback gets hurt yet again and that is such a major part of, you know, wanting a new quarterback is that just not relying on the guy to stay healthy. Now continue.
1: Yeah, fair, fair, but this isn't the situation, you know, it's the fact that quarterback got hurt. And now as fans, and I think I'm a realistic fan. I wouldn't say I'm I'm optimistic. I wouldn't say I'm pessimistic. I think I'm a realistic fan. And the realism that surrounds this is that the Giants now have the opportunity to draft a quarterback, a surefire quarterback that could be their quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years. Daniel Jones was never that guy. They drafted him, you know, at, at six, no one thought he should have been drafted at six. So now the Giants will actually draft a quarterback that should go in the top five. that should go in the top three. And again, we don't have to sit here and root for Giants losses. They're just going to lose anyway. Like I don't have to sit yeah. here on Sundays and be like, oh, here we go again. Like, you know, it's just, it is what it is. And I right, think that exactly. as fans, you could fan, be upset about it. Right. What? You could be upset about it. Right. You would be upset a about it at the end of the day. Game. That's it. There's no, yeah, exactly. There's no anxiety that comes along with this team. I think at some point there will be when you want them to lose, like the Jets won in what, what was it? Week 18 or week 17, two years ago. are going to lose 16. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Week 16. Week, week 16. By the way, they
0: lost. By the way, they're still, and that's a great example of this. And this isn't a dump on the Jets thing. I know that I have fun with the Jed fans back and forth. It's kind of been a fun role I've had on the fan. But <laughs> think about this, Bryce. The whole Aaron Rodgers thing, the Zach Wilson thing, the Jets to this day in 2023, look at their yeah. defense. Aren't we trying to build something like that with our defense? Yeah. They are still paying the price for winning that game versus the Rams because if the Jets lost that game versus the Rams, picture the team they have now, but instead of drafting Zach Wilson, they ended up with Trevor Lawrence. We are talking about a bona fide Super Bowl team already, and that is the perfect example for Giant fans to realize why you need to just because you want to enjoy a Sunday or two in December or November what is best for enjoying maybe the next 5 10
1: 15 years and that's like 2 years 3 years now of anger like pure anger from yeah. jets fans from watching Zach Wilson just because they lost one game or just because they won one game they should have lost and like that that's that's the one reason why you could sit here and get actually upset for one of these giants wins or losses like, I mean, you wouldn't get upset for a win unless you completely took them out of the, the conversation for one of the top three picks. And that's what we're talking about here. But these games don't really mean much because you don't have to sit here and get emotionally invested in them. If they lose, good. And right. and I think, again, as a realistic Giants fan, I've looked at that and, and I'm like, okay, fine. Fine, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. Tommy DeVito is the quarterback. There's no real stress here, right? It's unfortunate that, you know, on no, November 8th, we're recording this. We're talking about this season as a wash, but that's what it is. Yeah, And I think and as Giants fans, we need to just call a spade a spade. And if you want to argue, this, there'll be another argument about, you know, taking Marvin
0: Harrison Jr. or an offensive lineman waiting, you know, because there are a couple quarterbacks, whether it's J.J. McCarthy or something, trying to go down the Jalen Hurts in the second round, Will Levis in the second round route. I mean, I'm sure we will probably be so long between here and the draft that that debate is going to come up. I would just stress this again. Don't fool around. If you like a quarterback, take the quarterback. Also, this should go without saying, but you don't take a quarterback also just to take a quarterback. If you don't love him, Joe Shane has also sent us this message and he sent it to us before the Daniel Jones injury by flying out to watch Michael Penix play Caleb Williams. And I know there's other players on Washington and USC, but give me a break. Do you think he was going out there to make sure sure he was watching the running back from Washington? Uh, You know, he's, he's getting a keen eye on all the quarterbacks, which is good. Do your due diligence as a general manager in the end. You know, if he likes one of these two guys or maybe he does like Michael Penn or something like that, good. I you know, the GM, ultimately it's gonna be his job on the line. Very few GMs survive missing on a quarterback, except Joe Douglas somehow. Uh, this just just do your due diligence, and I will trust you with my heart that you are picking the right guy. Now, with that, what do you look for, right? Okay, Sean Bryce, you've convinced me you're saying. I gotta realize we're gonna get our ass kicked by the Cowboys. I gotta realize as you know, some of these softer schedule games that I'd given you now with Tommy DeVito. What well, what am I looking for here? Well, what you're looking for is, in my opinion, four other teams to win football games to help you if the Giants do happen to win another game. Okay. Now the Giants are currently sitting at fourth. For them to get up there, you're gonna need a couple of these teams to lose games. First and foremost would be the Arizona Cardinals, who right now have the first overall pick. They have one coming back. In.
1: Kyler's quarterback. Okay, and that's yeah. exactly.
0: Bam. Kyler Murray is coming back this week. We could debate how good Kyler Murray is till the cows come home. Why are the Cardinals bringing Kyler Murray back? God only knows. We thought they would be moving on, looking to draft a quarterback. Are they trying to improve his trade value? Well, they might be improving his trade value while taking themselves out of the number one pick if, if he does play well. So very interesting to see how many games Kyler plays for the Cardinals, but immediately, like let's say Kyler, they only bring him back for one, two, three games. Root for those games because they are unplayable with Clayton tune Cardinals win a couple games they could play themselves out of it. The Bears and Cardinals, uh playing on Thursday night football. No, I'm sorry, the Bears and Panthers. The Panthers don't have their pick. The Bears do. The it's Bears have two game. lotto tickets at the top. Uh and it wouldn't shock me at all if they moved on from Justin Fields. They have two shots to do it. They could do the quarterback and Marvin Harrison. And get Marvin uh, Harrison. It's in my crazy. opinion, I uh, I think you root for the Bears I think you root for the Bears to win games. And I hate to say this. I feel like with Bryce Young and Carolina, they're going to find a way in November and December to feel good about next year since they already have their quarterback. And by the way, they're not going to be playing for a tank because they don't even own their freaking pick. Yeah. Yeah. So like... I would rather see the Bears win a game like that on Thursday night and just think that Carolina in a kind of an ad division finds a way to stumble into a couple more wins where they just feel good about themselves next year. Like, and again, they're not going to have tank on their mind as an organization. And then lastly, the other team I would point to is the new England Patriots who are God awful yeah. now. And the giants play them in a couple weeks. That is going to be a monster game for who picks Huge game giants and, Huge pa- game. Uh, and Patriots. So just keep an eye on that. And if, the the rumors are true and Bill Belichick might be gone at the end of the year. Bill Belichick's not going to give a rat's ass about tanking to get a quarterback. He could totally screw uh, Bob Kraft by winning a couple of these games too. So that's it. Just keep an eye on those teams and don't feel guilty about it as a giant fan. Think about the glory years with Eli Manning and understand you want more of those glory years. So with that, Bryce, we have to do a little fantasy reality and a game pick because it's still a game weekend. It's Giants. It's Cowboys. And here we go. And by the way, I'm going to start. Bryce is a young up-and-coming broadcaster, okay? He went to Syracuse recently. He's been a uh, a producer on our 2400 sports side uh, of podcasts. I like Bryce a lot. I like that he's kind of the younger Giant fan. Now I'm the 36-year-old older Giant fan. So um, Bryce is super talented. I know, and I have not done a pre-show meeting with this, Bryce's snarky comment is, the reality of this game is, they can't win the game. We just talked about them not winning the game. Bryce, I'm going to tell you live on the air and have a live production meeting. They just listen to 20 minutes of us tell us, tell them they're going to lose. But there are giant fans to listen to this go. If they do have a shot, how do they win? That's the that's the way we're going to play. Okay. Got it? <laughs> Got it? Yeah. Follow my lead, punk. Yeah. Follow my lead. All right. My fantasy play in this game. I'm just going to go with Wandell Robinson since Tommy DeVito clearly liked finding him in the back of the end zone. And if the giants are only going to score seven points in this game, 14 points in this game, uh, remember the rest of this year is going to be about developing core pieces. Wandell and Hyatt both. I think that Dable and, and Kafka know that those guys are core pieces to this team. Those are guys they are going to look to get the ball in the hands of, because by the way, when you're thinking about developing these guys for next year and everything else, I, you know, no offense to Darius Slayton and Isaiah Hodgins, but those are the guys that you want to keep building around. So, I think those are the kind of guys who are going to get looks, and I think Wanda Robinson is going to have a lot of force touches. So if you have to play anybody in fantasy, you do like a daily prop bet, something like that, I'm in on Wanda. The reality of the game, yeah, they're not going to win the game. Yeah, I, I understand that. It comes down to this. Where's the defense we saw from the weeks before? Where's that defense? Because last week, I understand being totally deflated when your quarterback goes out. There's a part of me, Bryce, as much as I'll take the Giants losing. I want the Giants to lose. I just told you 20 minutes on why I do want them to lose. I would like to see the Cowboys squirm a little bit. I would like to see Dak Prescott turn the ball over a little bit. So the reality of the game is punish Dak Prescott to the point where you make him start making some mistakes because Dak Prescott makes mistakes seemingly against every team but the Giants. And if they're going to have any shot, it's simply just they panic Dak into mistakes. I don't think they will do enough of that. I think the Giants will get their arses handed to them. Give me the Cowboys to win this game
1: 36-7. Bryce. So you hit the nail on the head because that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, but let me start with my fantasy play. And I you 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 just went with him. I went with him last week and I was right on that one. He was the only guy on the Giants. Uh I mean, I, I maybe Saquon put up more than 10 10 points, but I am assuming that that Wandale did. Uh so I'm I have to agree with you because what do you do when you're in this spot, when you're trying to develop a young quarterback, you're trying to develop young receivers too. So you said, you said Wondell. I, I I don't want to be boring and say Wondell too, even though I do think it's going to be Wondell, but I'm going to say Jalen Hyatt. I just like, what's the point? Like, just throw the ball downfield. If it gets picked off, it gets picked off. This Cowboys secondary, uh, isn't what it was with Trayvon Diggs, who's out for the season, but uh, they still, you know, they still get pick sixes every other week. So, Throw the ball downfield. Let's see Jalen Hyatt's speed. Exploit these corners. Exploit the secondary. Get in the back. Like, like, just throw the ball down the field. Uh, there's, there's no other way about it. Develop these guys. Get the ball down the field. Throw it to Wandale. Throw it to Jalen Hyatt. Doesn't matter what else you do, as long as these guys look solid. Because you, you, you know, you've you've used up some of the, some of your capital on these guys. You know, taking Jalen Hyatt in, in the third round. Uh, and wandell the year before, so show us why you drafted them, and try to develop them. And I right. think re- the reality is, you get down on your knees at the fifty yard line and you pray to the heavens to win this game because that's the only chance you're going to have to win this game. You're not winning the game, so right. I think that the Cowboys win. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game because they're going to run. They're they're just going to be up so much. They're going to run the ball the rest of the game. I'm going to say twenty seven to three. I'm going to okay. say Randy Bullock. Kicks a field goal down the stretch to uh, to put the Giants on the board. But this game is not going to be pretty. It's been ugly every time the Giants face the Cowboys. And now without a quarterback, it could be so much yep. worse.
0: Pray, pray for me, uh, my Lord and Savior Bryce Gellman. I'll be watching this game with a ton of Jet fans at a uh, sports bar outside of Legion Stadium ahead of my what? trek into Raiders and oh. Jets. I will be at that you game. You're going to be part- there too. My future brother-in-law's bachelor party. I know you're headed out to Vegas. So a big Vegas New York- weekend. Big Vegas weekend. Uh, with that, again, I want to thank you all for listening, for all for downloading and subscribing. Keep subscribing to One Giant Step, free on the Odyssey app, everywhere podcasts are available. Cause I promise you, my plan as a guy who loves college football too, is to give you the best damn input I can have on all of these quarterbacks coming out and the ebbs and flows of the rest of this giant season as we kind of you know, see where they are in the uh, in the tank board. I can't believe we're here. It sucks that we're not going to have back-to-back playoff years. But once you get over that shock and sting, you got to accept the reality and look forward and see what's best for this New York Giant football organization. Thanks to our producer James. Thanks to everybody for taking one giant step with us.